changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with some instant inspiration from Chicken Soup for the Soul. So, yes, it's a very materialistic time of year. But with all those ads for holiday gifts and that pressure to make our homes look great for all those holiday get-togethers, And if you have kids still at home, of course, you want to create a wonderful holiday for them and make some of their dreams come true. And that makes it a difficult time of year for people who are going through a tough time financially or for people who are making it, but just don't have enough to have a lot of extra money to spend in December. So I was thinking about the two books that we made back in 2009, which was really the depths of the recession. And I was thinking about the amazing spirit that our writers showed as they told us how they were handling their tough times. In fact, while we were collecting stories for that recession book, which was called Tough Times, Tough People, we had hundreds of stories from people who were so positive and who talked about how they were counting their blessings. So we actually made a second recession book a few months later called Chicken Soup for the Soul, Count Your Blessings, because we found those stories just so positive and so encouraging and inspirational. So that Count Your Blessings book contains 101 stories from people who faced financial problems or health crises or lots of other kinds of challenges and how they all managed to find the good in their lives and be grateful for what they had, no matter what they were going through. And they also found ways to give and to experience that holiday joy of giving even when they had very little available. So the first story is by one of our really prolific Canadian contributors. Her name is Harriet Cooper. And she describes how she always organized her end-of-year charitable giving. A few weeks before the end of year, she would get out her spreadsheet of charities that she liked to support, and she would gather up all of their mailings that she had been collecting during the year. And then she would get out her checkbook. But during the recession, when she wrote this story for us, she hesitated because her income from freelance writing had fallen, and two of the websites that she wrote for had scaled back, and the newspaper she worked for had stopped using freelancers like her, and a magazine that she wrote for had said they wouldn't be taking any new ideas for six months, and even her other source of income Substitute teaching was under attack because her school district was closing schools. So Harriet was facing a much lower income in the coming year. But she still had all those favorite charities. And then she looked around her house, and yes, it was worth less than before. And her cupboards weren't bursting with food the way they used to, but she still had enough to pay for food and utilities. And yes, she couldn't afford to buy any new clothes, but she had plenty of clothes, and she knew if she needed something, she could buy secondhand. And then she thought about her friends who were truly having a hard time. One of her friends had lost six teeth because she couldn't afford dental care. And another friend was struggling to live on disability. And a third friend had had a stroke and lost seven years of her memory. So... Harriet knew that friend, the one with the stroke, had one day saved $5 to buy a treat at McDonald's and then out on the street had given the money to someone who she thought needed it even more than she did. 
and Harriet realized how well she was actually doing. So she got out her checkbook, as usual, and she started writing her usual checks to all of those good causes. And she says that suddenly she felt very lucky and very rich. Because it's when we realize that we can give, that we truly feel that we actually have enough. The Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast continues straight ahead. Chicken Soup for the Soul celebrates your pets and the power of the human-animal bond. I'm Robin Gansert, CEO of American Humane and host of the new podcast from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Loving Animals. Every week, I'm joined by celebrities and other special guests who share a passion for spreading care, hope, and compassion for the world's unique species. You'll hear inspiring stories of animal rescue and rehab plus the latest trends in animal welfare. Chicken Soup for the Soul presents Loving Animals with me, Robin Gansert. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or anywhere you download your favorite podcast. So Dream Sizemore Drudge tells us how she taught this lesson about giving to her son one year. Their church was holding its annual toy drive, and they were looking for used toys that were still good. And she asked her son, to pick something to donate from all of those old toys that he had in his closet. But he said, I don't have anything. We're so poor. And Dreama said he was referring to the fact that they wouldn't buy him a smartphone because they didn't want to pay the monthly charges. And she had to admit that she was feeling pretty poor that year. There was a dictionary that she really wanted, but it was $40. And there was a coat that she really wanted from Kohl's but it was $150, and neither of those things was going to happen. But then at work the next day, one of her students, whose name was Joanna, handed her a box of chocolates for Christmas. Dreama worked at this place. It was an adult education center, and she taught English to new immigrants. And these were people who were really struggling. And Joanna was one of those students, and she had been out of work for months. But somehow she had managed to get her teacher a box of chocolates to show her gratitude for all of that tutoring. Dreema says she had to hold back her tears as she hugged Joanna. Now, when Dreema had been hired at the center, her boss had told her that she always kept snacks around because you could actually hear the growling bellies of these immigrants because they were giving their food to their children and going hungry themselves. Dreema felt like she should refuse the box of chocolates because Joanna needed those chocolates a lot more than Dreema did. But she realized that it was in the giving of the chocolates that Joanna felt empowered and better about her own life. So Dreema took those chocolates home, and she explained to her family how important this gift was and what a big percentage of Joanna's cash it represented. And the next thing Dreema knew that little son of hers appeared with a laundry basket full of toys to give away, and he had even included his beloved Buzz Lightyear and his favorite stuffed dog, whose name was Squishy. So Dreema actually rescued Buzz Lightyear and Squishy, but she took the rest of the items to the church, along with some of her own beloved books. She says, Here I had thought I was the teacher, but Joanna and the rest of the students at the center were the ones teaching me. Because you're never so poor, you have nothing to give. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, count your blessings, please visit our website, chickensoup.com, 
and click on podcasts to get more information about the book. Thanks for listening today. Please follow me on Twitter if you haven't already. My handle is at Amy Newmark, and I'll post a link to the latest podcast every day. Or you can subscribe to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast on Apple Podcasts or Google Play or wherever you like to go to get your podcasts. Come back for our next episode. I'm going to be sharing a couple of stories about people who stepped outside their comfort zones and overcame shyness and made a connection with new people, resulting in a whole bunch of new friends. <laughs>